clear channel, had a number of audits that were conducted in uncovering problems. Either there were resistance to cooperation with the audits by clear media, but also failures by clear channel to sort of pursue in a vigorous and aggressive way the findings here. Global companies face unprecedented risks and challenges in today's economy. To mitigate these legal and economic risks, companies are rapidly embracing and elevating the importance of robust ethics and compliance programs to promote positive corporate citizenship. On Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, you'll hear from industry leaders and insiders about how to create effective ethics and compliance programs that will mitigate risks and maximize financial performance. Here's your host, Michael Volkov. Welcome. This is Michael Volkoff, again, continuing from Sicily, enjoying the beautiful weather in Sicily. Hope someday you can come here, visit the beautiful area here in Marsala on the west coast of Sicily. Anyway, so today we're here on Clear Channel, Settles SEC FCPA case for $26.1 million. And the SEC continues to rack up FCPA enforcement actions. This is the ninth of the year so far announced by the SEC, whereas the Justice Department has had two cases and one enforcement of a deferred prosecution agreement with Erickson. So in its latest settlement, Clear Channel agreed to pay $26.1 million for bribery violations committed by its former Chinese subsidiary. According to Clear Channel, the Department of Justice closed its FCPA investigation. Now, Clear Channel is a San Antonio-based advertising company, and they pay bribes to Chinese government officials with cash, gift cards, first-class travel, hotels, meals, golf clubs, vases, vases, expensive gifts, entertainment, and other benefits, often tied to influence contract renewal negotiations. An unnamed executive, Executive A, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars without any pre-approval or review on government officials for travel, lodging, meals, and entertainment. And this was all in order to secure outdoor advertising contracts and public bus shelter spaces. Between 2012 and 2019, Clear Media, Clear Media is the subsidiary of Clear Channel, which operated in China violated the FCPA until Clear Channel sold the company in 2020. Clear Media falsely documented payments to cleaning and maintenance companies as a means to fund illegal payments for quote-unquote customer development expenses. On numerous occasions, Clear Media cautioned local management employees not to mention the recipient of any gifts in hospitality and to omit any description of the purposes of the expenditure. Clear Media made payments to the cleaning and maintenance entities based solely on oral agreements and disguised the payments as subsidies or special request expenses. In cases where there was a written agreement, the payment terms and basic compliance provisions were not included. Also, Clear Media maintained an annual reserve of approximately $600,000 for special funding, ad hoc requests, and sometimes for government official entertaining. Clear Media officials spent these funds to maintain a close relationship with Chinese government officials and to prevent them from putting a specific contract out for public tender. Additionally, Clear Media developed an off-the-books cash fund to retain undisclosed consultants 
to develop advertising business from approximately 70 private and government customers. Clear Media did not conduct diligence or document the engagement of the undisclosed consultants. In some cases, Clear Media created false invoices and tax records to justify cash payments to three shell company intermediaries that provided no actual services. Now, one of the interesting aspects of this case, it sort of is a follow-on from the Albemarle case, is internal audit and internal audit's role in the way in which the company handled internal audit findings in uncovering of bribery schemes. Here, Clear Channel had a number of audits that were conducted in uncovering problems. Either there were resistance to cooperation with the audits by Clear Media, but also failures by Clear Channel to sort of pursue in a vigorous and aggressive way the findings here. So from 2012 to 2017, Clear Channel auditors regularly cited Clear Media's deficiencies, red flags, indicators of bribery, and inadequate internal controls. The auditors cited numerous remedial measures, but Clear Channel failed to ensure that appropriate remedial steps were taken. In some cases, Clear Channel's internal auditor erroneously reported that audit issues were remediated based on false information provided by Clear Media. In many cases, the internal auditors found the same issues occurring in subsequent audits. In 2012, Clear Channel's internal auditors reported that Clear Media made large discretionary payments to cleaning and maintenance entities in China that interacted directly with Chinese government officials. These payments were not linked to a specific written contract. In 2015, Clear Channel's auditors reported that Clear Media did not pay any intermediaries to interact with Chinese government officials based solely on representations which turned out to be false made by Clear Media managers. In other words, no attempts were made to verify these representations, which were false. No review of documentation or sampling of various transactions occurred. Rather, what happened was the internal auditors just relied upon these general assurances and representations. Nonetheless, even though they had these problems in conducting the audits, Clear Channel's auditors uncovered a variety of problematic expenses to pay for gifts and entertainment for Chinese officials and other benefits. In 2015, 2016, and 2017, Clear Channel's internal auditors reported to management that Clear Media's gifts and entertainment expenses for Chinese officials may be problematic or high risk and carried risks of fines and reputational damage. In addition, in 2017, both Clear Media's and Clear Channel's internal auditors cited the cleaning and maintenance entities, government interactions, and the elevated risk of corruption violations. In particular, payments to these entities included special request expenses and allowances to enable these entities to, quote, maintain or build up relationships with local authorities, close quote. Clear Channel's internal auditors requested access to payment documentation and support materials but were consistently rebuffed by Executive A from Clear Channel. Notwithstanding these rejections, Clear Channel's internal auditors continued to seek access to the documents from Clear Media's chairman of the board. The way this started to come out and the way it sort of collapsed was in 2018, a Clear Media cashier confessed to Chinese authorities that he had participated in a decade-long misappropriation scheme. 
Clear Media's external auditors identified suspicious commission payments made to entities related to Executive A. Over the 10-year period of 2007 to 17, three Clear Media employees stole over $10.2 million off-the-book accounts totaled at least $5.2 million that was not recorded as income. And between 2015 and 2017, Clear Media made approximately $9.8 million in cash customer development payments to 19 secret consultants to obtain or retain business with approximately 70 government and private customers. Executive A continued to prevent investigators from interviewing employees regarding these expenses and from accessing the records. In April of 2018, Clear Channel disclosed this matter to the SEC, delayed filing its annual report, and then Clear Channel's external auditor determined that Clear Media's internal controls over financial reporting had material weaknesses. And in March 2020, Clear Channel disposed of its interest in Clear Media. Now, Clear Channel received credit for its cooperation and remediation. Its cooperation included promptly sharing facts, proactively producing relevant documents, producing in real-time documentation of audits of Clear Media's internal controls during the course of the investigation, providing translations of documents, facilitating the production of documents from third parties, and facilitating commissions, staff interviews, current and former employees. Now, Clear Channel's remediation efforts included disposing of its interest in Clear Media, enhancing Clear Channel's anti-corruption compliance policies, procedures, and related internal accounting controls surrounding third-party due diligence, contracting payments, and monitoring, gifts, meals, and entertainment, and travel, conflicts of interest, and monitoring and remediation of internal audit issues and actions. They implemented annual compliance reviews, increased human and financial resources for compliance. They hired a dedicated compliance director for its operations and introducing ethics and compliance considerations into performance evaluations and enhancing their training programs. In the end here, we have a $26.1 million settlement, but given the level of resistance and the failure of the internal audit function to operate properly and to follow up specifically on the issues that they were uncovering, the resolution has to be viewed in a positive light and was only counterbalanced by the fact that what Clear Channel did was cooperate and provide extensive remediation and ultimately sold its Chinese subsidiary, which was the big problem child in the operation here. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week with another episode of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Thanks. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is by subscribing on your favorite listening platform. To learn more and connect with Michael Volkov, go to volkovlaw.com.